Good morning or good afternoon, whatever time you're listening, Georgetown Baptist Church. I am Maverick, the youth minister here at Georgetown, and with me always is Jake Edwards. Doc. I think I sounded very sincere with that. Let me say that again. Yeah. Jake Edwards. I know. I like Dr. Pastor Jacob Michael Edwards. As as you know, and as you if you're an avid listener, I have to mention that at least once in the podcast. You do. And uh, Jake, just a real quick recap. I like saying it during every podcast, and I know our avid listeners probably get annoyed, but thousands, the thousands, no, we're not here to get famous. What is the point of this uh, this talk show kind of deal? We want people that attend Georgetown Baptist Church to have some clarity mm-hmm. of why we do what we do as a body, as the body of Christ. But we also know that there are people that are visiting our church and just want to know more. It's so challenging to share everything that you can share on a Sunday morning because we're there to worship Jesus and focus on him. And we do talk about our church, but we just thought this might be a helpful tool for people to learn more and go deeper. Yep. Couldn't say it better myself. Um, So in that aspect, uh, we like to pick a topic uh, to share uh, what uh, what we here at Georgetown Baptist Church believe and provide clarity. And if this, uh, you know, prones questions, well, please again, come find us. Uh, and talk to us about it. But yeah, this is just to kind of share just what we believe as a church. So if you're a member, you know what we believe. And if you're looking to join a local church, you can you can listen to this and, uh, you know, understand just who we are, yeah. really, as, as a church. So in that aspect, our topic for the day, or our question for Pastor Jake Edwards, is um, how does the family thrive in the local church? I was a youth minister from 2006 to 2016, and during that that time, uh, I got married, had children, Mm -hmm. uh, was a foster parent, but as a pastor, you know, I worked with with youth, but what Mm -hmm. we say at our church, you know, Brett Gabbard, our children's minister, you, our youth minister, um, Mm -hmm. our people that serve, you know, uh, in different areas of the church, you don't just minister to one person. Yeah. If you're ministering to a child, you're ministering to their family. Yeah. And um, I have just seen the beauty of the local church surrounding the family unit. Yeah. Uh, you know, traditionally, the family unit is the mom, the dad, and the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can throw in grandparents there. Yeah. Uh, and as a church, we are a multi-generational church, and we value being a multi-generational church. Yes. But we also know the world is not perfect. Mm-hmm. We know that sometimes uh, a mom is bringing her children to church or a father's bringing your children to church or an aunt and an uncle. And even in that vein, mm-hmm. uh, the local church is designed to surround people with the Christian family yeah. and to help and to guide and to protect, um, but to also help them thrive. And um, I think it's such an important topic because we live in a time where we are so busy. Uh, I've got five kids at my house. Uh, and my wife would say she has six kids at her house and, you know, we're running the kids to, you know, the, the sport camps, this summer, yeah. um, all the activities. I got a daughter learning piano, a son attempting to learn guitar. <laughs> um, but as a father of my home, whether I was the pastor or not, I have a responsibility uh, to raise my children as a, as Christians but to prioritize the local church and to exhibit that example to my kids and, and to my wife. Yeah, no, I, I think that's great. And before we dive into the, the biblical aspect, what, what I love is when we do baby dedications, uh, Brett makes it a point to always mention uh, that it takes a village. Yes. And at the church, 
you're given a village, yeah. you know, like I, I couldn't imagine not being a part of the church and trying to find the village, you know, to, to help raise the kids and make sure they have good role models and good friends and all that stuff. And at the church, it's, it's handed to you and, it, and it's so nice. And so I, I love this word, uh, thrive. Yeah. And I just think that that's one aspect of like, I know, um, actually our, our college intern, uh, him and his brother, they had uh, family friends who had children who were the same age as them, went to the same, like were in the same classes. And I know they're still friends today. And like, that's just one example of how that family has, has thrived in the local church through friendship. Amen. I couldn't agree more. And I think about how when I, when I come home from church with my kids, I think about people like Meg and Caleb West that mm-hmm. teach our Path 56 yeah. on Sundays, and then Jason and Charles Dietz who yeah. teach on Wednesday nights, and being able to ask them, what did you learn today? Mm-hmm. And to see my kids being taught by people that are not me, um, how wonderful that is for them to think about all the people that serve in our children's ministry, youth ministry. But, but church is not just a place for children and teenagers. Yeah. It's a place for us as parents and adults to get mm-hmm. involved and plugged in. And and parents, we need friends. We yeah. need people that we can talk to and support. And, you know, we have a Sunday school class called The Gathering that um, I try to go to all of our classes as the pastor, but I'm personally a member of that Sunday school yeah. class. And I get to spend time with people doing what I'm doing, trying to raise kids. We pray for one another, pray for our kids. Yeah. And, um, you know, it would be so easy for me to say, I, my kids are, you know, they're on this team and they've got to be at this game on this Wednesday night because Mm -hmm. we're playing to be on first place. And, and truthfully, I really enjoy those things. And I know my kids do. Uh, And sometimes the word may be, I can't afford for my kid to miss this game or to miss this uh, in favor of church. But for me, I can't afford for my kids to not to, I can't afford for them to not miss. I need my children in the local body because I want them to grow up to love the Lord yeah. and I want them to see him as the first and foremost of their life. And there is such biblical, uh, rich theology that points to that. Yeah, no, it's, I, I'm not a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm not, um, but. You've got two dogs that you call <laughs> children, don't you? Aren't you one of those people? No, my wife is. My, <laughs> my, to, to those dogs, I am dad. And okay. to those dogs, Mal is Mal. For yeah. for me. <laughs> yes. But um, you know, I'm not a parent, but I like I I'm shocker, I love my wife. Um, but for us to thrive in the church, it's hard. Um, like for me being a minister and to her to to be this member of the church, oftentimes she's felt that no, she's just Maverick's wife. Mm. She's not Mallory. She's yes. she's Maverick's wife. She's the yes. youth minister's wife and that couldn't be further from the truth. And, and we know that, and I know that, but, you know, it it takes a village for even her to realize that that's just a lie uh, from Satan, that she's her own person, she's her own walk, she's her own disciple. Um, and this church has been so grateful. Like, I can't afford her to miss because the friendships that we have are rooted um, in this place. Amen. And so there was a, there was a season um, where she had college on Wednesday nights, and that was a thing that she couldn't miss. Yeah. Um, and, and we understand that, you know, and, and it it was hard. It was hard because then we had to be intentional in our time on Monday and Thursdays and Saturdays to get with our friends so that she didn't 
get lost in this. No, she's just Maverick's wife. Yes. You know, and that's how we had to thrive. And, you know, we think that that's something only minister spouse deal with, mm-hmm. but but it's not true. I, I know so many uh, mothers that yeah. that they sometimes think that all they are is the one that drops their kids off at mm-hmm. the various events. They're just a glorified chauffeur. Yeah. Um, but in the eyes of God, uh, we are all children. We're his children. And it's a beautiful thing to help your family see how much you need the Lord. Yeah. And one of the ways you can do that is by coming and engaging in worship and, and, and it'll blow your mind, but your children are watching you. And when we worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, it does so much to help them grow up to want to love the Lord like mom and dad do. But we're in a dark world mm-hmm. and maybe mom, maybe mom's not there to worship with you or dad's not there. And honestly, sometimes even mom and dad are not there. The local church can provide people to stand in in those roles. Yeah. You know, that can be that spiritual father, that spiritual mother, or that spiritual grandparent. We have such warm people in our church that just surround one another. Uh, and it's also amazing for those that are homebound in our church mm-hmm. to be able to go and visit our homebound or maybe someone who's lost a spouse to be able to come and um and 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 engage with one of our classes uh this fall we've got a class that's specifically starting for for our women mm-hmm. um and it's being led by a woman uh, a dear woman that's recently become a widow to be able to minister together mm-hmm. and um you know the family is such an important thing to God he talks Great. about the family specifically in scripture Ephesians chapter 5 mm-hmm. and chapter 6 um he talks about wives and husbands and the way God has designed marriage to be. He talks about leading our children. You know, I always have to focus on the verse in chapter six where he says, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Yeah. Um, I like to mess with my kids. I do. I like to give them a hard time. But that verse reminds me to pay attention to how they are spiritually. Yeah. To to ask them those questions and, and come alongside them. Um, but it also... It's amazing, you know. I don't know how the, how they're completely related, but the end of chapter six talks about spiritual warfare, and yeah. you know, Mav, you're our youth minister. Do you think there's a lot of spiritual warfare around the family? Oh, a hundred and ten percent. Even from a worldly sense, we understand that that the family itself is being attacked. Yeah, I mean, I, that that is not crazy for me to say. The family is being attacked, and one thing, real quick, I want to mention that that you mentioned is to focus on the on the spirituality of your youth, of your child, I see that on a daily basis. Um, I have youth who who their family comes and their child is being spiritually attacked. And, you know, uh, I have this, uh, a relationship, a rapport, and we'll chat, we'll talk. And, and then I get to kind of go share that with, with the family and so that they can focus that and they can defeat that better. And, I, and I'll say this, they can defeat that better as a family than I can as a youth minister talking to a child. Now, yes, that's sometimes my role to the to the student who, whose family's not a believer, but I see um, it be more beneficial. It's more beneficial for a child and their family to fight that spiritual warfare together and to focus on Christ together than it is separate. Well, and you're, you're hitting such an important point because when I was um, a, a full-time youth minister, I would talk to depressed teenagers. Yes. And it's and I remember being a seventeen year old experiencing depression, 
but now I, I, I feel like depression is becoming more and more rampant, mm -hmm. or maybe we're just becoming more aware of it. Yeah. One of the two, I'm not an expert, but yeah. I can say we talk to fourth graders that are feeling depressed. We talk to children that are holding the weight of the word on their world on their shoulders. Yeah. And as the local church, we want to, to support these kids. But as a pastor, I believe one of the most powerful ways is for our parents to be empowered yes. to minister to their kids. And so the local church can help the, these families grow. You know, as of the the week of this recording, we're having our vacation Bible school yeah. right now. And we have children that are in the building. And it has been beautiful for me because I'm watching adults mm -hmm. actively ministering to children. And we always think ministering means we're teaching them the Bible. And that is absolutely important. Mm -hmm. But just being there. Yeah. Literally presently standing there in the room with the children, guiding them to the places but we're watching our teenagers that have grown up in this church that went to vacation Bible school themselves yeah. that are also there. Uh, we have a young man named Nolan Prestigard yeah. that I have watched walk around with our with our uh, fourth graders. Yeah. And he is leading these kids so well. Yeah. And, and that's how the family thrives is joining the local body, being apart, serving together, growing together, and realizing that our our children, our youth, they are not the future of the church. Yeah. They are currently in the church. Hey, yes. The moment you become a Christian, you have joined the body of Christ. And um and I am so passionate about that. Uh but as I've become a parent, as I've gotten a little bit older, Maverick, I'm getting soft. <laughs> Think things make me cry easier than they used to. And the reason is because I've just had a not a lot of time but enough time to see the effect yeah. of the local church on the family. And maybe you're a parent and you're listening to this and you're feeling that temptation of where do I want my children to be this week? And I, and I get it. The world is calling on us mm -hmm. in so many different directions. And I don't want to shame you or make you feel like no. something's wrong with you of feeling that pressure. I feel that pressure. Uh, my kids have missed church on Wednesday to participate in things, but we try to not make that uh, be the norm as much as just the exception because yeah. we're not legalistic people. No, we, you, you, Sometimes you can't be there on a Wednesday night. But as a dad, I prioritize my children being in church, not because I want them to be holier than thou, but because I know how much my family needs the Lord. Yeah. And, um, and I would encourage anyone to just look at it that way and, and realize that there is such a value uh, of exposing our children to the things of Christ, to the word of God, and then supporting one another in that. And, and, you know, that's one thing our staff does a good job of is we don't, we don't relegate our ministries to separate places. Everything is connected. Yes. Everyone is connected. And, uh, I've probably over talked this and not let you talk very much Maverick. No, no, it's, it, it is perfectly fine. Um, yeah, no, I mean, just, Back to how does the family thrive in the local church? Um, again, it, it takes a village to raise a child. So I've heard it, it takes a village to to have a successful marriage is what I'm finding just, out. Just real quick, yeah. though, you say, you know, I'm not a parent and maybe not biologically. No, not biologically. But spiritually, mm -hmm. Maverick, you are a parent. Yeah. Um, there are people that look to you as a spiritual father because you care, mm -hmm. you're intentional, and you're available and, and I use you as an example of that 
because so many people in our church are that and sometimes they don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. That's true. But it's it's a beautiful thing to see how the church can can go into culture where there is a lot of darkness and we're we're not trying to control the culture. Mm -hmm. We're just we're just living as Christians and and you can study history when Christians are being Christians and the church is existing as the church, it makes the community a better place. Yeah. And we believe that for Pottsboro, Dennis and Sherman. And we believe that Georgetown's not the only one that's contributing to that culture. Yeah. Uh, but we just take it so seriously because we've seen what God can do in the life of a family. And we want all families to know that and experience that themselves. Yeah. And, and, and real quick, I hope you understand it's genuine. Uh, I know it's it's hard for you to listen to your youth minister, listen to your pastor, and be like, "We want you here at church." And I just it just needs to be said. It doesn't have to be, but I just want to say it. It's not so our numbers can be massive. No, it's because we know that the family is being attacked. We know that the spiritual warfare is real, and we want you to be a part of the local church. And if that's ours, great. Be a part of our local church, um, and so you can thrive and so that you can battle the spiritual warfare together as a unit, as a family, um, and that we can help you uh, battle it as a church. Anything else you want to add? Couldn't have said it better myself. I, as a dad, I, I'm leading my children spiritually the best I can. I can't do this by myself. Yeah. I need I need the people that are stepping up, and, and I know all of our families do. Yeah, I, I, I fully agree. So, again, that that's that's a, this is another one that could probably be a part two, and we really appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And that's the topic for today. If you have any questions, please come find us. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys soon. Take care.